Thank you for tuning in to the Go Queen Brand Podcast, the key chat. So this episode I actually recorded a few months ago, but anyone that is following my business page, you may have saw that I currently am taking care of a project called the Strong Arm Women's Project. And this interview is actually with Miss Janae White. This is actually how we kind of birthed the project that we're currently working on. It's a current food drive in New Orleans, and we have a few more projects lined up. So this is how the journey started. This is how I met Miss Janae and she's doing some awesome things and she is the community plug and she will have all her contact information. She specializes in helping entrepreneurs all over if they have any type of community community service endeavors. She is the person to go to. So go ahead and listen to this interview and in addition if you haven't seen on my business brand IG page I am underscore go queen check out the info regarding the strong arm women's project um, anyone can contribute all over if you guys would like to pitch in but we will be doing some food drives and we do have some special projects coming up in December for Christmas to the health families so stay tuned and let me know what you guys think So we're doing a new episode of the Q Chat, and I have an awesome guest for my episode today. Her name is Miss Janae White, and she's the founder of this amazing program entitled Girls to Divas Mentoring Program. So I definitely am excited to talk with Janae, and she's going to give you guys a ton of information on her program and the amazing thing it's doing for young women. How are you doing today, Miss Janae? I am doing well. No complaints. I won't complain because God's too good to complain. Oh, yes. So like I said, I'm so excited to talk with you. So let's start off by let's just put it out there. Let everyone know how just break down to us how you started the mentorship program. And I know it's transforming girls to be self-sufficient. And I know you had divas. So and you have the acronym for it. So yeah. let's start off with let it, letting everybody know how you started this amazing program and break down the acronym for us. Definitely. So Girls to Divas Mentoring Program uh, is a free mentoring program for 5th through 12th grade girls. And we offer one-on-one mentoring, monthly enrichment workshops. Uh, we do free tutoring. We have career exploration opportunities. And this is all for free. Uh, and DIVAS is an acronym that stands for Driven, Initiative, Virtuous, Astounding, and Successful. And quickly, I didn't have an acronym for DIVAS when we first started. I ended up making it into an acronym after being, um, I would say, kind of bullied about it. Like, mm. what's what's a DIVA? Oh, wow. Uh, I, don't want any, I don't want anyone to be, I don't want my little girl to be a DIVA. So I was like, all right, well, for the masses, let's just turn it into an acronym so we won't have to have this conversation again. So it kind of worked out, though, because I, I like it. I get where you're coming it's, from. It's fitting for the girls. And it's funny you said that, but I guess I get where you're coming from. I guess for a parent, you know, and I, I have a daughter, too. Like, you know, people, they take the term diva <laughs> with kids mm-hmm. and think it could be a negative thing. But I totally get, like, it, that is not, you know, a negative connotation at all. Yeah. But, I actually love the acronym. And where are you located? So we're located in Tallahassee, Florida. uh, But we actually had the opportunity, thanks to COVID, to go beyond Tallahassee. So we've actually been working in Florida, other cities in Florida, in Georgia, um, even Ohio. 
in Baltimore. So that is amazing. God is doing some work. That's amazing. Yeah. So is that one of your goals to get it in maybe every state? Are you looking to reach even further states than the ones that you were blessed to touch now due to COVID? Definitely. Um, wherever God lands girls to divas, uh, wherever the need is, we would like to fulfill that need or do what we can to support. Because the reason why I started Girls to Divas uh, was based on my own experiences in life growing up. Uh, one of those reasons was me being diagnosed with lupus, discoid lupus, in the eighth grade. And when I was diagnosed with discoid lupus, the way it showed itself was through my skin. And I broke out on my face and my arms. And I used to get picked on in school. Like, is your boyfriend beating up on you? Uh, you have, do you have HIV or AIDS? It was just really ignorant childhood uh, problems. Mm. But it affected me in the worst way um, during that time when you're supposed to be getting your self-esteem built up. Um, so for the longest in Miami where I'm from I was wearing long sleeve shirts every day and I began to wear makeup at a young age because I didn't want people uh picking on me but one day I, I looked in the mirror and I just had a moment and I was like it's too hot outside to be wearing long sleeve shirts every day just because some kids at school picking on you and from that day forward I just embraced what it was because I understood it it was nothing that I could can control uh but I wanted other girls to know that they are be beautiful in spite of uh, what others are saying about them, right? So uh, that was one part of the Girls to Divas beginning. But the other part of it was just looking at the women that our young ladies have to look up to mm -hmm. and not that they are all negative women, but it's a little bit more negativity than positivity. And we need our girls to be uh, seen as queens and mm. not as thoughts and seen as leaders and not savages and you know it just goes on and on and on so just providing them with uh, women who look like them uh, that they could look up to and lean on uh, is why Girl City was, was started and I had some other issues that I had to overcome as a child and I didn't have anybody to talk to about it like you have your family mm -hmm. but you don't want to go saying I'm, I'm being uh, mentally abused or whatever to, to another family member. Uh, so I decided to keep it all into myself and that did more damage than good. So. Right. Internalizing. Yeah. Internalizing. Exactly. So wanting girls to have a voice to someone outside of their family is another reason why girls to divas was started back in 2011. I love that. And it's two things that I picked up from what you said. Number one, just the whole bullying thing. I experienced bullying as a child and it's, you know, it really damages a person, honestly, more than people understand, you know, like it, it just really scars a child. And you're right. Like when you're growing up, that's such a fragile time in general. You're trying to learn yourself and, you know, it's really sad and unfortunate when, you know, a child has to deal with someone bullying them, you know, about their looks or just things like you mentioned that you that's out of your control. It already right. just makes you feel so lonely and it puts you in such a bad space, you know. And um, another thing that you mentioned, just as far as what young women, what they should have to look up to. And mm -hmm. right now, you know, and like I said, I have a daughter too. And just as a, an older woman myself, like when I notice certain things in the media, you know, I just kind of feel like 
children, young women should not have to view just certain things where your main role model is half naked all the time. And I and I'm not a prude or anything, but I'm just saying for a young child, if that's all they see. You know, I just always kind of question certain artists, like, why do you have to do everything, you know, with your your butt hanging out? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, and like, I get it, and, but come on. Right. And I get the <laughs> argument where it's like, oh, well, you know, you're responsible for what your child sees. And yes, everyone is responsible for what their children see. But, you know, are we necessarily with our children 24-7? You know, do we control every single thing they listen to or intake? I mean, if they go to school, and I'm not speaking of the COVID situation, but, you know, in a normal world, if they go to school, I mean, you really can't control every single aspect once they get to a particular age. And I just feel like certain things shouldn't be thrown, you know, in children's faces because they are impressionable. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so... and then. And then we have the adults and and even myself in some ways who've had moments as an adult where I experienced low self-esteem and um, I had moments before I gained more weight where I wanted to be thicker because that was just the thing to be like skinny girls weren't in if you so to speak Uh, but we shouldn't have to conform to that to, to societal uh, views of beauty like oh you can only be a thick woman to be seen as a beautiful woman um so it, it, it's a lot of growth that has to continue to take place even as adults um and we need some real women who can say that and not women who are all trying to look alike right and that's the thing and that's why it's so important what you're doing to start them while they're young because women in general, you know, they're going to have enough to deal with when they get older. Mm -hmm. Like there's still certain stereotypes or certain ridiculous standards that I feel like women are pressured sometimes are they, you know, some women feel like they're obligated, you know, to attest to. So that's why I feel like what you're doing, especially the age group that you mentioned, that is like the age where a child truly is like a sponge. And you know, you really can pour in either something really good into a child or something really bad into a child, yeah. you know, and I'm speaking just from my personal experiences, you know, I'm 43 years old, I just wrote a blog post today about things that occurred to me as a child, you know, so that age is the age where it's the best time to pour into them self-esteem, just like you <laughs> mentioned, you had dealings when you were an adult with low self-esteem, we all have. So that's one thing that I feel is really important. So what are some of the activities? I know you mentioned you guys do enrichment with the children and everything. What are some of the activities that you guys do in the program with the kids? Yeah. Yeah. So the very first thing we do once we get a group of girls, which we get a new group of divas every year, our program starts in September um, and we go all the way until June and then we get more girls in September. Um, But our very first workshop is on knowing yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and beginning to know yourself mm-hmm. or getting reacquainted with yourself. Um, so what we do is, and, and I actually got this from uh, a young lady who I uh, look up to, um, Nikki, her last name is leaving me, but uh, she did this project and I saw it and I was like, we have to do this with girls to Divas. So we put each girl in front of a mirror and they have to say three things about themselves that's not external. 
but three things about themselves from the inside that no one else knows about them that they could look in the mirror and say to themselves and speak to themselves about. And it always, are there. there's moments when the girls are just kind of laughing and not taking it serious, but then you have a group of girls who look in that mirror and find it really hard to say something positive about themselves outside of the features, you know, that they have long hair or uh, that they have long lashes or pretty brown eyes. It takes them a long time to look past that uh, and just speak to the person, the character, the person inside of them. Um, and we have girls that, that cry and um, some that just look in the mirror and don't know what to say. So it's like a moment where uh, me as a social worker have to come in and just use some uh, positive reinforcement uh, to just be there with them in that moment. Uh, but that's the very first activity we do with them. And some other things we do are vision board exercises. Um, we go over leadership skills. So we have folks come in and uh, talk to them about what it's like to be a leader. They get some practice in, be it, um, you know, standing tall like a leader, speaking like a leader. So public speaking exercises. Uh, we do entrepreneurship workshops with them when it comes to building a business from the name all the way into to the budget, to the business plan. Um, we do some life skill development, just dealing with your, your emotions. Uh, we, we cover it all. So our mission, I don't believe I mentioned this, but our mission is to help the next generation of women discover their purpose in life, reinvent their self-esteem and develop life social communication, leadership, entrepreneurial, job, and college skills. Mm. So we try to cover all aspects of life to make sure that they're prepared for this real world when they step out, that they're self-sufficient, and that, that what comes in front of them, they may not know everything about it, but they may have seen it through Girls to Divas. That is absolutely beautiful. And how long has this program been um, open? 2011. Wow, that is amazing. Yes. So, yes, yes. wow. So, what are some of the success stories since it's been like, I mean, about almost 10 years, almost 10 years? Have you mm -hmm. like had mm -hmm. any pride and joy in seeing some of your past um, mentees, you know, come back and see where they, where they, how they've grown and developed in life? Definitely. We've had a couple of success stories. Um, being that we're a small organization, um, and really just a one woman show on my end for the programmatic side of mm -hmm. things. Uh, we haven't in the past been able to track how we are now when it comes to um, pre-test and post-test and following up with girls. But the, couple, the few girls that I have kept in touch with, uh, they've graduated from high school. Some of them have entered into college. Um, they're working. So all of that is success to me because uh, they're headed in the right direction. Uh, they even have seeked out mentors as adults, which is great. Some of them have come back to volunteer with Girls to Divas, which is fantastic. And I run into their parents around town every now and then, and they'll update me on how our divas doing. So that's that's always good. So um, a few success stories, and we're getting better with tracking that success so that uh, we could make it loud loudly heard about the work that's being done the effectiveness of the organization but 
uh, I'm just happy to hear those few stories from myself to know that, you know, we're doing, we're doing something. Right. That is beautiful. So I know, I mean, obviously mentioned, you know, the background with your childhood and also that you're a social worker. So what was your journey, you know, as an adult in the professional world, getting to this moment of starting a program? I think we chatted briefly about, you know, stepping out on faith. And, you know, we talk about that a lot on the show and going into business amongst yourself. And I know you mentioned, and I think that's amazing to pour that into the young girls about the beauty of entrepreneurship. I think that's something that needs to be taught more for younger kids. I think sometimes we condition kids to get a job. Um, And not that I'm saying every single employment situation is a negative one, but I also feel like that's something that we should also teach kids. Hey, you can own a business, you know, you can be your own innovator. So what was your journey in the professional and your professional history getting to this point Mm -hmm. to start the mentorship program on your own? Yep. So uh, let's see. I came up to Tallahassee uh, in 2007. Wasn't my plan to come to college. I'm actually a dancer. Okay. (laughs) And um, it was my goal to continue to dance professionally behind uh, artists. Um, As I was doing my senior year of high school, I had the opportunity to dance behind a few uh, well-known artists. And I wanted to continue that. But my aunt asked me who I was living with. She was like, well, what if you twist your ankle? What are you going to do then? Uh, You don't have a backup plan. And I said, I didn't consider that. So she said, you you should consider college. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll go to college (laughs) and be a pharmacist like you, right? I'll be a pharmacist, make all this money. Uh, but go- coming to FAMU and trying to get into their pharmacy school, you have to have it like a 3.0 or something crazy inter- exiting high school. And I didn't have that because school really wasn't on my mind in high school. Mm-hmm. But um, my I ended up getting into FAMU, got into the food science program, wasn't really cracked up about that. And one summer, God told me to take a social work course, took a social work course, and fell in love with it. It was African-American families and social work. And I was like, this book is my life. <laughs> Every page of it is my life. Like this, there's a whole major out here for, for this. Mm. And I immediately changed my, my major after being in food science for almost three years. My aunt thought, she was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> but I did. And uh, it was the best choice that I made because that's who I am. I've always been a person who is down for the cause to help someone else. My very first experience mentoring was actually in high school, um, Girl Power, a mentoring program in Liberty City. Um, I went to volunteer one summer with their girls. And while I was there being the, the summer dance teacher, um, I was also mentoring the girls. So that was my first step into mentoring, but I always had this thing for helping other people. And I, I still do. So social work was the best thing. And while I was pursuing my bachelor's in social work um, in 2011, uh, that's when I began to start Girl Sediva. So I didn't have any previous work experience. <laughs> I just started it, you know, with the little education that I had. <laughs> I hadn't even graduated yet, but um, guy had a calling on my life and, you know, I just started moving on it. Mm. And uh, from there, we've just been able to grow and grow and grow. It hasn't been um, a easy walk as I knew it wasn't going to be. Um, but, you know, we're still standing almost now 10 years later come next year. 
And I'm looking for ways for us to grow, to continue to be around for another 10, 20, 30 years. Oh, yes. So super excited about the future of Girls to Divas. But as far as like uh, my profession as a social worker, I've worked in different arenas. Um, started as a case manager for the Children's Home Society. And that was interesting because I was once a child who was a part of the DCF system. Okay, um, It didn't get to the point of of going into a shelter, but I was removed from my mom. So the experiences that these children were going through, I saw the other side of it as their case manager. And so that was just a, a, like a come come together moment Mm. (laughs) for me, uh, just seeing both sides of that. And then from there, I went into uh, working with moms and babies um, through, through another program. And I did that as a care coordinator. So I would go into the homes, meet with the moms and babies. And my first client was a 13-year-old mm. pregnant. Girl. Oh, wow. I had to go meet with her at her school mm. every single week. Wow. And trying to get her to focus on baby while she's trying to focus on school was kind of impossible. Understandably, because she's 13 years old. Right. She's a child. She's a child. Exactly. So um, did that. And then I had the opportunity to work as a contract manager for the same program that I worked with um, boots on the ground with with the care coordination with the pregnant women and babies. So that's pretty much that's my journey as a social worker to this point. That's excellent. And a good thing. I mean, having that background, obviously, I feel like that gives you way more to pour into the young girls. Um, as far as your program, so uh, how does how does everything work as far as the staff? Um, like, is it just yourself or do you like how does it work with the mentors and the people that you bring into the program to help work with the children? Yep. So when it comes to the programmatic side, it's just me. OK. Right now, um, <laughs> we are looking for grants. So that we could fund some part-time staff to help out on the programmatic side, you know, help run the program. Mm-hmm. But right now it's just me. I also have a board of, of five amazing board members who help uh, with the board aspect of things, just making sure that we're everything that we do, we're doing it f- uh, under the mission of the organization, right. and nothing outside of that, you know, and making sure we're spending the money appropriately. So the board helps out on that aspect and thank God for interns. Uh, the interns come through every semester. We've developed a relationship with Florida a University where I graduated from uh, the social work program and the, so- the students come through every semester and they help out tremendously and they keep the program functioning. When it comes to the one-on-one mentoring, Girls to Divas is everywhere. So every time there's a function back pre-COVID, if there's a function in Tallahassee for any population, Girls to Divas is there because we we know that there's somebody there that could be a benefit to us and we could be a benefit to them. Mm. So we are always tabling. It don't matter what the cause is. Uh, we're setting up our table. So if we're doing a, a event and it's a cancer, breast cancer awareness event, you could come to our table and we could uh, educate you, play some uh, educational games, you know, and have the girls there um, on breast cancer. But also, hey, we're Girls to Diva is a free program. Do you have a fifth through 12th grade in your home? Or do you know someone interested in becoming a mentor? Or are you 
do you know someone who would be interested in board membership? Um, do you know somebody interested in being a sponsor? So <laughs> we're just always out and about. And that's how we're able to gain our our mentors as well as our as well as our mentees, because we're always out and about. So the mentors go through a, a little process. Mm-hmm. They they do they do their application and after the application, uh, we do some screening. They have to do a background check, just level one, and uh, we interview them one on one. Okay. And then after that, we we pair them up based off of interest and personality. So with the girls, is there like what what do you look for as far as you know the children that participate? And does it kind of center on different schools or like do you guys have a particular school that you work with? Like how do you find the kids too? And is there like a limit on the number of children that you have per semester? Because I know you said like they're in the program for like a full year. Yes. Okay. Um how like what's the like is there a particular number of kids you work with each year? So so we have a cap at 30 and we reach 30, but as the year dwindles down, uh it may go down to 20 to 15. Uh so we always open the doors up for at least 30 girls every year. And those same girls can return. We have some reoccurring divas okay. who have been with us for years. Actually, one of our divas, uh, she just turned 15 mm. and she started the program when she was 11, huh. 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. So uh, just seeing her matriculate through school and now she's a, a young woman in high school, it's just, it's mind blowing. But uh, again, we're all around Tallahassee all the time. So anytime there's an event, we're there and we get girls too to sign up with their parents. Uh, so that's how we build our list. We don't have a specific zone of a, a specific school. Uh, we work with all of the girls in Leon County. Okay. In my area. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. But again, thank you. We're expanding. We're expanding. I would love to tell you about how we're expanding. Oh, definitely. I'm definitely all ears. So uh, because of COVID, we have been just trying to figure things out on how we could continue to provide programming to the girls over the summer. Mm-hmm. So this this year, the first year, um, this is our first year putting on a summer camp. And it's a virtual summer camp, and we call it Club Quarantine. <laughs> Thanks to my friend Jamal. I was like, I need help with the name. We need something catchy. He was like, Club Quarantine. I was like, you know, I actually like how it sounds. Right, right. Uh, so we have this free summer camp uh, that's two months long. It started June 1st, and it ends August 2nd. We have a uh, end of the summer showcase. Uh, that the interns and I are working on for the divas, will that where they'll be presenting everything that they learned over the summer. Uh, so it's pretty cool. But this opportunity has allowed us to expand our reach. Uh, so while COVID has been a whole lot, a whole lot of emotions and sadness and depression, it has also brought about um, opportunity. Mm, right? Yes. So we've been blessed with the opportunity to reach more girls. So I'm excited that starting in September, we're going to be able to serve girls wherever. Um, We're putting out an all call for mentors and mentees wherever you are. And once we get to our certain cap, um, you know, then we'll close the doors. But I'm just excited for the possibilities for us to reach beyond 
our imagination when it comes to mentoring girls. That is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Like the more I'm hearing, I'm like, wow, this is really exciting. And like I said, I'm so big on empowerment and you're actually the first guest I've had that is doing the same thing, but with younger children, you know, and just young mm-hmm. girls at that impressionable age. And I just think it's amazing because, you. you know, that's one thing that I needed to touch on with the show. Cause we always talk about, you know, empowerment as grown women, but there's a stage prior, you know, to that. And the good thing about what you're doing is hopefully it will prevent some of these girls from experiencing, experiencing some of, you know, the pitfalls you and I have had, you know, with self-esteem or just not being comfortable and not having someone to talk to, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the main blessings, too, that, you know, I'm picking up just from hearing everything that you're saying. Just from your experience and working with the girls and this awesome program, And like I said, we're big on empowerment on the podcast. From your perspective, how important is it to empower young women? Man, (laughs) they are us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally, they reflect us and we reflect them. So we have to pour into them all that we have about everything. There's really no holding back. These are our, these young girls are our sisters our daughters and we have to see them in that way and care for them and nurture them in that way uh because they are our future and I mean I believe in the power of mentoring so much because I've seen it be effective I've seen girls come through the program and get paired up with a mentor who has who remains a part of their life to this day and continues to just push them sometimes all you need is a push y'all you just need a little bit of support and some of our girls are just missing that little push or that little support and having that mentor to help you and guide you and be your support system cheer you on is is all you may need to to press on and we do that through mentoring if our girls have more mentors their futures are are brighter and we can help them become their best selves mm-hmm. now, not later, yes. but now. And we can tell them that their opinions matter now and that their voice matters now and their dreams matter now. Mm-hmm. Like You're not too young to dream. You can dream now. You can do it now. You can be whatever you set your heart out to, to be. Uh, so a mentor brings that into realization. And our girls need it because they don't believe in themselves as they should. Mm -hmm. They don't love Mm -hmm. themselves as they should. Right. They don't have the support as they should. So it it, it hurts my heart to even say it, but this is the reality of our girls Um, and providing them with a mentor that will keep them focused and keep them on track and put a smile on their face, tell them that they're beautiful will go a long way. Wow, you just said a mouthful. <laughs> so with everything that you're doing, you know, and like I said, what you said was so poignant and it's true. <laughs> um, but what do you pour into yourself? Because obviously in order to be a role model, you know, you have to be, you have to feel fulfilled and you have to have, you know, mm-hmm. your spirits up and you have to, you know, mm-hmm. have that great self-esteem and be motivated. What keeps you going yeah. every day, you know, so that you can pour into the girls? Definitely. Definitely. That's a really good question. 
um, and and I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I am very much a human being going through this human experience, mm-hmm. and um, my emotions go up and down just like the girls. Uh, my my days go up and down just like the girls. So for me, at this point, um, what I have grown and understood the only way that I can get through this is with God, mm. with having faith and not just leaning on God, but literally giving it all to him to take care of and tell me how to go left, right, stop, slow down, speed up. Don't do that again. I just look for him for to guide me every step of the way um, and to keep me, keep me at peace you know, when I'm going through these experiences in my personal life and to not allow it to affect whatever else is going on around me. Um, I I look for him to keep me at peace, to keep me grounded, to keep me level-headed. And in those moments when life is just too much, I do go into my show. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But what God has done as well, he allows me to serve others and it's kind of my way of healing Mm. going through whatever it is that I'm dealing with is okay if I can't help out in this way or if I'm not if things aren't working out in this manner I know that if I serve I can never go wrong Mm. Uh, so let me serve let me serve so uh, I I get lost in service I really do Um, and I, I don't I can't say that it's always the the healthiest thing to do to just <laughs> overexert myself the way I do when it comes to service because I, I go in mm-hmm. I'm I'm everywhere trying to serve yes. others. But it's 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 my healing process. And I believe that's why God gave me Girls to Divas and it's why he gave me my other future ventures because it allows me to heal while I'm healing others. That is amazing. Through him. Through him. That's absolutely amazing. And I do feel like when people have a spirit of just using their testimony and using that the scars that they've been through mm-hmm. to serve others, there's like, it's kind of indescribable what that does. You know, um, I just had a therapy session today and I was m- mentioning to the therapist how, you know, I wrote a blog post and all the things that I'm trying to do with the things that I experienced. And he asked me how it made me feel. And I'm like, well, for me personally, I just can't take it to one step that, okay, I'm going to work on healing through this. I also want to help someone else, you know, because there's always someone else that is not at the same level you're at. There's always someone else. Like once you get past something, there's always someone else that's still where you used to be. And they Mm -hmm. just need someone to extend their hand and pull them, you know, to get from where they're at. So that's the joy in serving, you know, that I think people don't necessarily touch on, you know, even today, someone messaged me, oh, what you said needs to be said. A lot of people, you know, we kind of underestimate the fact that some people really, like I said, they need that hand to pull them. They, they, they want mm-hmm. that hand, someone extend it and to just pull and help them. And mm-hmm. it is a good feeling. And it's something that, you know, we should do more just to help you know, the next person so that they aren't repeating certain things so that they aren't in the same pain that we once were in. And like you said, we're all human. Everyone has highs and lows. We have good and bad days, but Mm -hmm. the greatness is when, you know, you can keep going 
and be motivated and still help someone. And that is a beautiful thing. So with your program now, and I know you said um, right now, and obviously COVID, COVID was just such a weird situation because I feel like once everyone got over the initial shock, a lot of us kind of benefited from just this whole virtual aspect. You know, because virtual, obviously, we can reach more people. So Mm -hmm. that was the Mm -hmm. flip side and how, you know, we, I think all of us creatives like yourself and myself were able to transform the situation and make it work for our platform. So like, I know you said that you guys have touched on some great states and extended past Florida and in September, you know, you guys are growing. Where do you see your program? You know, if you have to sit back now and say, hey, this is what... I want to see for girls to divas in like the next one, the next year or the next five years or so. What do you, what, where would you like to see the program go? Like, what are your, you know, endeavors for really getting it out there? Like, what would you truly, truly like to see with the program? Cause like I said, who knows who will listen to this podcast and they may be able to step in and just bless everything. Uh, you know, what would, what would, what would you like to see for your program? And also for anyone that's listening, what would you like to ask for people to do? Like there may be some ways and people could help, whether it's just following the page, donating, spreading the word, you know, how can everyone help you get to the level that you would like to be with your program? Certainly, certainly. That's a loaded question. <laughs> uh, because the way God allows my mind to work, I see the world. Mm-hmm. I see I see the world for girls to do So um, and let's see, the next one year, one year from now, I would like to see satellite locations. I, I would like for us to be in different um, different states as we're already moving to, but really have our feet planted in these different uh, locations. Um, here in Tallahassee, a year from now, uh, I would love for us to have our own space um, right now, we are operating out of a church, Philadelphia Primitive Baptist Church. Shout out to Pastor Price uh, <laughs> for allowing us to use that space, the church, um, as well as his van. But future goals is to have our own space and have our own mode of transportation, um, have a fully fund- funded uh, staff to help run the program and also have funding to back up. Uh, the program needs as far as uh, supplies and uh, materials needed to execute the program, uh, even down to being able to cover the background checks for our mentors so that they don't have to pay for it. Uh, so more funding would bring about all of those things. And I've been applying for grants like crazy. And uh, so if someone knows about a grant, send it over. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Send it over uh, so that we could apply and, and try to get some of this funding to uh, sustain the organization. Five years from now, five years from now, Girls to Divas has the ability to uh, morph into a a day school, mm-hmm. and I believe that that's necessary. Uh, to go ahead and incorporate the educational aspect of of things and while we're providing the the leadership skills, the life skills and the social skills and communication skills that they're also able to be enriched with the reading, math and arithmetic. Uh, so 
taking it to the next level and actually forming a school. And what we also have been trying to do for some years and haven't done it yet is to start a to start a um something like a musical theater production. Okay. I believe that our youth can really change the way they interact with each other and what they listen to and what they what they spend their time doing if they have more positive things to do and listen to. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to to bullying, Girls to Divas, I'm actually looking at one of our events um, a few years ago. Uh, we had a whole CD. It didn't actually turn into a CD, but we had a CD case and we had the tracks. Um, it was real cute, but each track had a title. So the first one with self-esteem and bullying and rights, etiquette, community service, healthy relationships. So each track took a song that was popular to the girls. Let me see if I could actually okay. <laughs> remember one for you to kind of sing it a little bit. Okay. Uh, for entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. We use All I Do Is Win by DJ Khaled. Oh, yeah. All I do is lead, lead, lead. I'm a boss. Make money and I grind. I'm never giving up. And every time I think about a business, I just in the prayer up. And let it stay there. So oh, I love turning, that. Turning this, that one song into like a production around entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And whereas they're singing and dancing and we are able to travel from state to state putting on these shows about entrepreneurship, about bullying, about voting, uh, you know, all these different areas that's important to youth. Uh, but doing it through musical theater is that element of Girls to Divas that I know will really take us to the next level because that's a different take on education and music. So I believe there's a word, is it um, edutainment? Mm -hmm. So mixing the education with the entertainment is where I see us in five years and just going from state to state and even being asked to come to the White House and put on a a showcase um, about voting or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm still stuck on the DJ Khaled, you know, <laughs> Harry. I love that. Like that is very creative. That is absolutely amazing. So I noticed when I looked at your IG, you also mentioned that you help everyday influencers, everyday people, and businesses serve people. So can you elaborate on that? Like, how do you? And I know obviously you have that entrepreneurship spirit, and you're teaching that to the young women, which I feel, like I said is I kind of feel like we don't push entrepreneurship amongst the children and they're like the mm-hmm. perfect candidates to talk to about entrepreneurship. Oh. They're young, they have fresh ideas. Quite frankly, they got the energy that we don't have, you know, so mm-hmm. like they're the perfect <laughs> candidates. But, you know, just in general, I noticed when you mentioned that, like how do you help everyday influencers and businesses serve people? So this is my first time publicly saying this, but I'm stepping out. I've already stepped out on a new business venture, uh, a for-profit business venture Mm. as a business consultant doing uh, community engagement work. So the name of my business is the Community Plug. Okay. And as the Community Plug, I am connecting individuals 
businesses, influencers with their community. Uh, I run into a lot of individuals who want to serve, but don't know how, you know, they don't know where to start or anything. So I, I take the time to uh, figure out what it is that they're most passionate about. And then from there, curate an opportunity for them to serve in their community. And this could be uh, a fundraising goal, or it can just be, I want to give back sweaters, but doing it to the next level, not just your everyday uh, sweater give back, but really taking things up to a notch, uh, a notch you you didn't think it can go to, right? Mm-hmm. And also working with uh, businesses. Uh, there's businesses that don't have uh, any any give back initiatives or philanthropic efforts. Uh, they would work with me and I would develop what that would look like based on what their, their mission and purposes of their business and then curating an opportunity for them as well as their employees. If their employees isn't involved in the community, a good way to retain employees is to have them start, mm-hmm. uh, do more than just be in that community, but actually serve in that community that uh, you're working in. Uh, so I would do those opportunities for them as well as influencers who have so much influence, uh, but can do more work in the community. Uh, so that's the community plug nice. and I'm super excited about it. Super excited. I'm. When's this starting? And is this just in Florida? Because if not, I may have to... Um... <laughs> talk to you after we're done is this just strictly in florida no this is for wherever oh girl uh, you may you get are. a client after we hang up because because <laughs> i'm loving this Everyone. when are you yes. starting this uh, so funny thing is uh while i just came up with the name god gave me the name about a week ago mm-hmm. um i've been kind of testing some clients uh, have a girlfriend who has a dentistry and she hit me up. She was like, Janae, I know you want to, uh, you know, do something with people in the community and businesses. And, you know, I have my dentist office now and we want to do something in the community, but we want to do more than just pass out toothbrushes. What can we do? Help me. Nice. And I was like, yes, I'm your girl. This is exactly, <laughs> these are the people I want to call me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that little bit of information and me knowing the type of person she is, she's into uh, the bright colors and obviously she loves kids. She works at a, um, she, she has her own uh, pediatric dentistry. So um, we put together a dental fair. So there's going to be the games aspect pre COVID the games aspect, you know, with the bounce houses and all of the rides, but also that education, dental education poured and mixed into it. Um, and also doing a, um, a fundraiser, bringing in all of the dentists from our area to raise funds for her um, foundation. So uh, that's just like one of the ways that I'm able to, God is allowing me to work with people. And I'm just really thrilled about it. Uh, so well, I'm already in business. I'm already working. Mm-hmm. So okay. just hit me up. I'm ready. I'm ready to work. I love that. <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing idea. And like I said, we'll definitely have to talk <laughs> after we're done recording. Okay. I really, really, truly, truly love that. What inspired you to think of this idea? So <laughs> this is just another one of my calling, mm-hmm, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just that person that's connected um, and I make myself connected. I'll go out of my way to get a connection mm. um, to, to make it, if it's for serving others. Right. If it's for any other cause, you can miss me. But if it's for 
the service of others, I'll step in any room, I'll approach anybody to help someone else. So um, with that, God was like, you need to connect the community with individuals who want to give back, with businesses who need to give back, influencers who need to give back. And so the community plug came about. I love that. That is an amazing idea. (laughs) So one thing I want to round out with um, is two different things I want to round out with. Before um, we get to one last part, something I wanted to try and start incorporating in each episode is to ask each guest, and you're going to be perfect for this question, is how do you define a queen? So obviously, since you're working with our young women and you've already notated just certain things that is important, for young women and even women our age to be able to see and to be able to have as examples, how do you define a queen? I would define a queen as someone who is themselves. Mm. I, I believe to be a queen, you you have to really walk in your own your own path and and be confident in who you are and not try to be like anybody else queens are themselves they're nobody else they're they're every every queen is being exactly who she is and no and like nobody else amazing so another lasting thing I want to give you the floor what would be like just your lasting thing um from anyone that listens to the episode what would be one of the main things you would want them to take away just from your mission you know everything your whole purpose what would be one of the main things you would like them to take away from your whole mission, your purpose, the interview, everything you're trying to do with the young women? Like, what would be the main thing you would want people to take away from this interview? Main thing I would say is that wherever you are, you need to turn around and help someone else that's younger. Um, and lift them up wherever you are. Take advantage of the the time that you have and use it where you could make a difference in a child's life because they, again, are our future. And we, as adults, have that power to m- make a positive influence and impact them for the rest of their lives. So be a part of the change. We end it. Thank really you. really amazing so thank you before we end everything i want you to give everyone all your contact information where they can find you like all your contact information your websites social media handles everything so just throw out all your contact information for everyone <laughs> listening awesome awesome so you can find me on instagram my personal page is humbly yours janae and that's Humbly Yours, J-A-N-A-Y. You can follow Girls to Divas page on Instagram at girls, the number two, divas, D-I-V-A-S underscore mentoring. Um, You can also email us at girls to divas at Gmail, as well as my personal white dot Janae dot A as an apple at Gmail. And let's see, that's Instagram, that's email. Uh, and yeah, I'm also on Facebook. You can look me up, Janae White, J-A-N-A-Y, White on Facebook. Um, and Girls to Divas 
need your support. Wherever you are, you can be of service. Uh, you can be a board member from wherever you are. We, we're living in a virtual world. This is the perfect time if you want to step out and be a board member. Uh, we're currently looking for um, somebody with an accountant background. We're looking for someone with a legal background, uh, someone with curriculum development background uh, to help our program run better. And we're also looking for mentors from all over. So if you're interested in being a mentor, you can visit our website. That's www.girls2divas.org and complete the, the application there to become a uh, mentor. And also, if you have a daughter, a cousin, if you're, if you're an auntie, uh, the little girl down the street that you know that would benefit from Girls to Divas, we would love to take them all in and to be a part of this, this tribe. Uh, so they can also apply on our website to become a mentee. And we're always, always, always looking for support, uh, donations. Uh, we, we have at least 30 girls at a time. If you want to uh, donate lip gloss, uh, donate a, a folder, whatever. We, we take just about anything uh, to give it to the girls. Um, and also sponsors. We're always looking for those who are just willing to truly pour that investment into us uh, to allow us to continue to, to grow and make this impact. That's amazing. So everyone heard that. She gave all the information. And I just want to put it out there for people that's listening. You know, if anyone took in what they should have soaked in from this conversation, we spoke about the future. And that's what these children are. They're the future. As she mentioned, like, we need these kids. And we all started out someplace. Like, we didn't all just wake up one morning <laughs> as queens. We had to go through a journey to get to where we're at. And the mission of someone like Miss Janae is to cater to these young girls, pour into these young children, pour into these futures, because they're all futures. They're our future leaders. They're our future presidents. They're our future business owners. They're our future professionals, teachers, doctors, lawyers, you name it. It is within these children that she's working with. So if we all can just have that mindset to be more mindful of what we do as an example for young kids and just also organizations like this, if it takes us a donation and it doesn't even have to be monetary, just donating products, donating your time, it mm -hmm. all serves a purpose because these children are our futures and it's not, you know, it's not a corny thing, but it's true. The children seriously are our futures. They're going to grow to be our leaders and we have to be mindful to just cater to them and also to help so that they don't fall into some of the pitfalls that we may have fallen into, whether that has been low self-esteem or not really truly valuing ourselves and, and as everyone knows i'm big on telling people go love yourself go queen you're the privilege you're the prize in the package but let's start while they're young let's let them know now you're the privilege you're the prize and you're the package right now you're valuable and you're precious and just imagine how far these kids will go you know just to hear that every single day some of us didn't get that every day but just imagine to have the chance to change time to give them something that we didn't get. So I want to thank you so much, Ms. Janae. What I, like I said, what you're doing is absolutely amazing. And I really think it's a beautiful thing. And I pray that God blesses it. I already know it's going to grow 
to what you want it to be because like I said you have a beautiful mission and I already know we're already claiming it <laughs> that it's going to be everything and and beyond your wildest dreams what you're anticipating for your program I thank you so much for being on the program thank you queen thank you and I'm maybe we could do some level of partnership and your queen community could do some work with girls to divas I'm already thinking that and we're going to discuss it <laughs> We're gonna as soon as we're done recording you already read my mind because like I said you're already speaking to me so <laughs> it was definitely a divine connection for us to meet and like I said I am 100% excited for you and I definitely want to pitch in and help in any way I can but we're gonna hurry up and end the recording so we can get the chat <laughs> so Alrighty. thank you so much for being a part thank of the you. show Thank you for listening to the Q Chat Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Queen's Arrogance LLC. Our company website is www.goqueen.com. Welcome to the Gold Queen Brand Podcast, the Q Chat, a conversation amongst queens.